I'm Alia Shakir, the Managing Director at the Harley Street Health Centre, and I'm delighted to welcome you to our very first podcast. Um, we're starting these podcasts to talk about some of the health issues that might be of concern to our patients, um, to the people out there who are becoming increasingly health conscious, um, also to help empower you take control of your own health. And today I am absolutely delighted to be joined by our founder and head doctor, Dr. Inam Aboud. Hello. Hello there. Uh, we are in our garden outside uh, the clinic. You may hear various sounds uh, of central London nature, which includes some construction sounds, but we're going to do our absolute best to battle through those. <laughs> so today we're talking a little bit about women and certain chapters in women's lives where they maybe don't get the healthcare support that they should get. Um, for whatever reason. Sure. So we're talking today uh, about the health considerations for women after they've given birth, aren't we? Okay. Yeah. And then also menopause, which is a big topic that um, you know we feel doesn't get enough attention uh, at all. So obviously the months after having a baby, a woman is going to be tired. It's just natural. Um, and I think some women would put their fatigue down to that understand you're not sleeping very well all the rest of it but what are some of the physiological reasons that a woman might be feeling really tired um, after giving birth for the first few months sure well, it is a very important subject um, you see when a woman gets a pregnant especially the first of pregnancy um, they be looked after either by the obstetrician or regular checkups and regular scans and uh, making her ready for the birth uh, the partner is usually there then she gives birth uh, after giving birth maybe for a day or two and uh, many women now leave hospital exact the same day to go home and then she has to learn it's it's a, the most difficult task you have a new human being totally helpless in your arms you really don't know what to do plus indeed it is a trauma giving birth and uh, from the pain or the epidural or the episiotomy which is the cut they do to allow the baby to come out safely to blood loss uh, and then of course after that lack of sleep starts and if a woman is learning to breastfeed this is another thing but there are major physiological changes that happen in a woman's body when she is pregnant. For example, simple temperature goes up and doesn't mean she has an infection. This is a reaction to her being pregnant. Um, everything inside her will change, including laxity of the skin and the muscles and the joints. Her hip joint becomes the hip joints and the pelvic joints become lax, so that will allow for the expansion having the baby. Then when she gives birth, all these changes then need to go back to how it was pre-pregnancy. So some changes can happen within 48 hours. Then changes, more changes will happen within 
seven days, mm. and then six weeks, mm. and then six months or up to six months, especially if a woman is a breastfeeding. One of our colleagues mentioned um, they're seeing, because obviously we have women come here for general blood tests, who are anemic several years after giving birth. Is that quite a common finding? It is common if it's not been addressed. Mm. So sometimes women, pregnant women can become anemic because with all love to babies, they are really like parasites. They <laughs> suck. <laughs> they take what they need, mm. regardless of if the mother has it or she doesn't have it, they need it. Mm. So they can actually take the iron, mm. the folic acid, the vitamin D, vitamin B12, the calcium, the potassium, the phosphorus. They actually need it so that they will grow. Mm. So women can become deficient. Mm. And this is why they are generally given folic acid uh, during pregnancy because it, this is vital for the growth and development of the nervous system of the baby. But sometimes some women are not really given vitamin D, are not given iron. Then when she gives birth, there is considerable blood loss and sometimes more uh, in some women than others. And if this is not addressed, and then she continues, for example, to breastfeed, then where is she getting it from? So when she is deficient, unless she eats perhaps, what, a sheep a week, for example, <laughs> uh, even that would not be enough. So which means supplementation mm. are vital. And if this has not been managed, then she will continue to be anemic for years. Don't forget, she'll start having periods again. And that means more iron loss, more blood loss. And do you think there is um, a significant prevalence of women, for example, developing gestational diabetes that remains undiagnosed? Or do you think that tends to get caught? Uh, usually it gets caught. But there are women, for example, who choose to have their treatment at home or the follow-ups at home and then giving birth at home, uh, they might actually slip the net. Mm. Because naturally, when a woman is a pregnant, the placenta makes something, an enzyme that eats up insulin, is called insulinase. Mm. And that eats up insulin, right. so a woman can become deficient in insulin. And where there is a genetic history of diabetes, family history, mm. then she can develop diabetes. And then only when the placenta is out, um, within a few days, then this level of the insulinase will get lower, then she can get back to normal. But gestational diabetes is not uncommon and it definitely needs to be checked and usually is during a pregnancy by blood tests. And it can definitely cause tiredness, can't it? it it's one of the common reasons actually causing tiredness. Yeah. Really so anemia, meaning lack of mm -hmm. iron, uh, iron deficiency anemia, or also low vitamin D can cause really, really bad tiredness, right. um, marked tiredness. Uh, the other thing is could be diabetes, mm. and sometimes you know a silent urine infection, which a woman doesn't know about, mm. um, that can actually make her feel tired. The, what I mean by she doesn't know about it doesn't burn, for example, mm. when she wants to pee, mm. but it still causes tiredness. In addition 
to making the milk and not sleeping and everything else. Uh, thyroid can get affected, which can also can cause tiredness. Really? Um, thyroid can get affected wow. during a pregnancy, definitely. Mm. Very interesting. And if it is not checked, then how would a woman know? She and I guess know. other hormonal changes too, right? Other hormonal changes mm. indeed, because uh, during a pregnancy, progesterone is high, um, and that causes um, for the baby to grow and to prevent yet another pregnancy during a pregnancy, you right. see. But when a woman chooses to breastfeed, again, there are hormonal changes. Estrogen will become lower than it should, and that can make emotional changes and deficit in women as well. Whether she's breastfeeding or not a breastfeeding, but more so when she is a breastfeeding. So what kind of checkups would you recommend for a new mother? What, what, what do you think is helpful? Well, one of the very important things is check the temperature mm. because temperature can go up by perhaps half a degree centigrade. But if it is more than that, that could be an indication of an infection. Right. It could be a local infection if she had an episiotomy, mm. meaning cutting the vulva mm. to allow the baby to come out. Uh, also, it could be urine infection, it could be some extra bacteria in the vagina. That is all a possibility, like in a hospital setting. Uh, chest infections can happen as well. So that is important. Check the temperature, check the blood pressure, because the blood pressure can go up uh, during a pregnancy, but particularly after labor. It's the pain, it's the pushing, and you know, the woman, a pregnant woman, can actually retain seven to eight liters of water outside wow. her vascular system. It means in the tissues of, of the woman. So they can get puffy faces, puffy arms, hands, puffy ankles. Wow. And uh, within two to three days after giving birth, maybe uh, a pregnant woman or postpartum woman would actually pass urine up to three liters a day. Goodness. Yeah. So, so, so in addition to those physical checkups, yes. blood tests are helpful? Blood tests are very important. Right. Check for deficiencies uh, and check for the blood sugar and the diabetes. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you check the hemoglobin, the inflammatory factors, the iron, uh, vitamin D, vitamin B12, folic acid, uh, anemia profile, diabetes profile, thyroid profile. Mm -hmm. These are really very important. Thank you so much, Dr. Abud. This was part one. Uh, I look forward to talking to you again about menopause um, on our next episode. Mm -hmm.